Welcome to Choir Talks. My name is Greg O'Neill. I'm the worship pastor at Ridgecrest Baptist Church. I'm glad you found this podcast. First Peter is a great book. I love to read it. It's written to help believers uh, have the right understanding about uh, suffering. He wrote it particularly to uh, believers that he knew were, were going to go through suffering. Some of the themes or important words in First Peter are hope, suffering, grace, and God's glory. Those words work together sort of like this. God has given us a living hope, he says, but there's also suffering and trials that come, but those come to refine our, refine our faith, and it's God's grace that sees us through suffering, and the end of our suffering produces glory for God. So that's sort of the, the roadmap and some of the major themes linked together in First Peter. Today, I want to look at a particular scripture that talks about the living hope that we have during suffering and how it should lead us to have or to live holy lives. So here's 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13. Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. As obedient children... Do not conform to the evil desires that you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all that you do. For it is written, Be holy, because I am holy. So today, just kind of want to grab that word holiness uh, and just talk about that um, a little bit. As believers, we are to walk in holiness, and the idea of us having to have hope during suffering connects with holiness. Um, Maybe this scripture might help me show that idea. In 1 John 3, it says, Every man that has this hope in him purifies himself, even as he, who, speaking of God, is pure. Every man that has this hope, all right, that hope is the same hope that that Peter's talking about, that hope in, uh, in Jesus, who we follow. Everyone that has that hope should purify himself because he is pure. So the word holy, we don't really use that very much in common language. Um, it, it means different or set apart. When holiness uh, marks our lifestyle, we are different. We are different from those around us, different from the way that we would be without that holiness. Uh, 2 Corinthians uh, says, Come out from among them and be separate or different, says the Lord. Uh, So it's not easy to live in this culture and be different or be separate or be holy. Uh, The world is always pressing on us to follow its ways. But being holy is to be different, especially in in a moral sense, to be different and to live differently than the people of the world. Um, So verse 13 says, Therefore, with minds that are alert, uh, so we are to prepare our minds for action. The word alert here, or in another version, it says, gird up your minds. Um, And so the idea here, it's it's an athletic image where uh, an athlete would uh, tuck in his uh, long flowing tunic into his belt so that he could get ready and, and run. And so that's, that's the image for us here. We are to be alert, be ready for 
action when it comes to our, our minds, the way we think about what is coming at us from our culture. Uh, if this were written today, uh, since it's football season, uh, he might say, hey, this week we've got a big game. It's going to be tough. Let's put on our pads, practice with discipline, and believe that the outcome is going to be worth it. So that's kind of where we are in terms of our holiness. We have to be intentional, and we have to focus our mind not on what the uh, culture might press on us, but what um, what our our master that we follow, Jesus that we follow, what what he how he would have us live. So that just leads me to a question. How would you live today if you knew that Jesus was returning tomorrow? Verse 14 says, as obedient children, he gives us the answer to that question, as obedient children, do not be conformed to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance, but just as he who called you is holy, so you be holy. So before we know Christ, um, well, first of all, let's let's focus on that word children. He says, as obedient children, um, and you are God's child if you are in Christ, and God is your father. And this passage tells us that our father is holy. Uh, that's his character, his nature. That's, that's who he is. So if we're his child, well, just like earthly children inherit and imitate the characteristics of their parents, so we should also be holy because we are children of the Holy One. Um, so before Christ, he says, we, in this verse, he says, we are obedient children, but in the past, we have been uh, disobedient. Before Christ, we were disobedient children because it says we followed our own desires. So um, our lifestyle looked a certain way because of who we followed. And in this case, we followed ourselves and our own evil desires. And we did that out of ignorance because we didn't know Christ. But he says now we are obedient children because we follow him. We follow Jesus. And in the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, we can live holy. We can walk in a holy way. In Galatians 5, it says, Live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. True salvation, a true relationship with Jesus, always results in obedience. I, I notice the word called in verse 15. He says, But just as he who called you is holy, so you be holy in all that you do. I noticed that word because Peter, as one of Jesus' initial disciples, was called by Jesus one day when he was, uh, before he knew Jesus, Jesus said to him, come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. That was his call to his initial disciples. So perhaps it's that for that reason that Peter uses the word called a lot. In this letter, he says that we are called to be holy here in the first chapter. And in the second chapter, he says, we're called out of darkness and, and into marvelous light. That's a, uh, a reference to being holy right there. Uh, he says we're called to suffer and we're called to follow Christ's example. In chapter 3, he says we're called to inherit a blessing. And at the end of his letter, he says we're called to his eternal glory. So today, if you are a follower of Christ, it is because you have been called and this call extends to your own personal lifestyle uh, it means that you once were disobedient but now you're going to be an obedient child and that's going to lead you to walk in holiness
because of the hope that you have, according to 1 Peter. It's a great book. Hope that you will spend some time in that book this week. Have a great week.